This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, we've talked enough baseball. We've done our due diligence. If you want to hear baseball talk, you go to the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. That's how I pay the bills. (laughs) Five-star review. Leave a nice comment. Tell Cody he has nice eyes or something. It'll make his day. Mark Drumheller now joins us on the BetMGM Rewards Hotline. Mark, how's the season been so far for you? College and NFL, your bets. Hey, I can't complain, man. Football's here, and we're, we're making a little progress each week. It's good. You know, on the college football front, you talk about, hey, the season's flying by, but it, I almost feel like in a way, like, this is where the season begins, right? Like, we kind of take the training wheels off. We start to let go of our priors, right? And we really get into conference play. Like, none of this non-con winning 70 nothing every week. Like, we really start to see some in-conference matchups. Um, that are pretty interesting. So I'm excited for this part of the season for sure. What uh, what matchups, what games have you played so far on the college slate this weekend? Yeah, well, interesting. Like one I really like is um, is a conference matchup, but it's not one that's been competitive, right? And that's Michigan. So Maryland, um, 3-0, right? You know, very resilient in their comeback win against SMU last week, right? But now you can get Michigan minus 16 and a half against this Maryland team who – has had little to no success against Michigan in the past. Lost their last six meetings, um, led up, you know, 40-plus in three of those six, you know, led up more than 35 points in all five of those contests. And this is the best Michigan offense that Harbaugh's had. I mean, McCarthy is a stud. Had loads of talent, 30 for 34 um, in the two games that he started, completing 80% of his passes, and he can get the ball down the field. So this is a little different. Michigan team that we saw last year that kind of wanted to like win games through the running game and, and hadn't McNamara kind of, you know, managing the situation. This is an explosive offense. And, you know, the real question here as far as from a betting perspective is, is, you know, do you think it's really not the Michigan offense, it's the defense. It's, you know, can Maryland put up enough points to kind of stay competitive and stay within this number? And I don't think so. Like I've seen Maryland um, in this situation before against, you know, the elite top echelon teams in college football. And it just seems like they kind of self-destruct in those situations in the past. Lots of turnovers, lots of mistakes, lots of penalties. So I can easily see this game getting away from them. Michigan trounced them 59-18 last year. Um, I don't know if it'll be that wide of a margin, but I think that, uh, you know, Michigan pulled away by more than 17 is a pretty good bet. Mark, couldn't agree more with you. I'm a Maryland guy. My dad went to Maryland. I've lived in Maryland pretty much my whole life. When the lines came out, my dad looked at that, and he's like, Peach, go to the sports book and bet Michigan minus 16.5 for me. So I think that's a great look. I want to get your thoughts on another conference matchup. Let's go to the Big 12. Mark, one of the teams I've been so impressed with this season is Texas, and it's not even the fact that they almost beat Bama. It's almost the other two games. The look-ahead spot against Louisiana Monroe, they were favored by 38, covered that. Then coming off the Bama game, they played a really good UTSA game. They were UTSA team, they were down 17-7. 
Not only did they come back to win that game, they covered as well, won 41-20. Now they have another tricky spot this week going to Lubbock. It's going to be sold out. Texas Tech's having a good year. They beat Houston. What do you make of this game, Texas laying six and a half on the road? Yeah, I think we're going to find out a lot about Texas. It's tough. Like Numbers-wise, I look at it, and I'm like, hey, under a touchdown, let's grab Texas. They're the much better team here, but you know a lot of things to look out for with Texas Tech. Like, yes, they have some offensive line troubles, and that's going to be the key, right? If they can protect the quarterback enough, um, I think they can stay within this number. Um, but that's a big if. Like Texas Tech not doing a great job um, on that front, and Texas's defense has really been what surprised me um, so far this season. You know, kind of really stepped up against Alabama. Um, they have a ton of talent on that side. Um, and Texas Tech is a team, I think, as the season goes on, like you got Zach Kittley there from uh, Western Kentucky implementing his system. They obviously had the injury to the quarterback. They had to bring in Donovan Smith and kind of switch gears. Um, but, you know, that's a team that's going to start to settle in, you know, get used to running that system. And I think that they can cause a little bit of chaos in the Big 12. Obviously not a contender, but, you know, to play some close games, some wild shootouts, I could see them definitely roping Texas into that situation. So, um, maybe a look to the over, but I'm not sure I want to lay this kind of number here with Texas. But, you know, really, Texas Tech, still more of a question mark. So it's probably going to be a no bet for me. But it's definitely going to tell us a lot about the Longhorns coming up. Mark, NFL season, or NFL season, the uh, week three begins in a couple hours. Well, 20, about 48 hours. I keep thinking today's Wednesday. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> it comes up Thursday, obviously. Thursday night football. The Steelers, four and a half point dogs. The total in that game, pretty low, 38 and a half. Uh, Cleveland at home favored by four and a half. They blow a big lead against the Jets last week. Any plays in this game or anything that you really like on the NFL board for the week? Yeah, don't didn't touch anything here. I'm interested to see. Like, it looks like Miles Garrett's going to be a no. And I kind of want to yeah. see what kind of movement, like, where the line goes here. Because I do think Cleveland is the better team here, even, you know, with Brissett, a quarterback, and, and the, the mental laps that they had last week. Um, which is, is really what it was, right? And, you know, I, I just think that Pittsburgh, you know, very impressive. Like, week one, we were like, oh, okay, like, you look at that win against the Bengals, you know, but it's a game, you know, if you dig into the box score, they're really outplayed. We know Cincinnati's have, just having a horrible time with their offense and their functionality, whether it's the offensive line, whether it's Burrow, we can kind of debate that, but it's probably a little bit of both. But um, just think that, like, we saw last week that, like, you know, Pittsburgh might not be as good as we thought in week one. And, um, you know, Cleveland, I think, coming off a loss like that, um, you know, is really in a prime spot to bounce back. I know Tomlin's had a lot of success in these types of spots as an underdog, but I want to see if this thing settles back down to three. Um, you know, I might be looking to pounce on the Browns. Don't know if I can back the Steelers at this point um, in this matchup. As far as the weekend card, um, there is a couple spots I like. I mean, one I like is Denver um, at home against San Francisco. And Denver is a really interesting team because, you know, everybody just screams about Hackett and he deserves it, right? Like the, the week one loss to Seattle was just awful. I get it. Um, but when you look at their metrics, I mean, offensively, um, they are third best in net yards per play. Uh, they are top seven in, um, in EPA per play, net EPA per play. So, you know, their metrics are strong. It's just that the issue with Denver has been they're 0-6 in the red zone. They lead the NFL in penalties. They just continue to, like, shoot themselves in the foot. And I think eventually we're going to see that kind of stuff regress to the mean. And it could happen here against San Fran. You know, San Fran was a team in week one. It was a monsoon, not your typical game script, right? You know, a lot of, you know, weather impacting that matchup. But 
Um, they look tired at the end of that game, and now they got to travel to Denver. I think it's a tough spot. Jimmy G not expecting to play right away. Now he kind of gets thrown into the mix. So um, I really like Denver here. You could use them as a teaser leg, tease it up, but I think they could win this game outright. Mark, you look at the NFL card this week, and there's no spread that's greater than seven points. Every game is under a touchdown pretty much. The Chiefs minus seven against the Colts and the Chargers minus seven against the Jags. Those are the biggest spreads right now on the board. So if you're looking at like a survivor pool, it's a tough week because all the games are so close. So when you look at all these games, if you had a money line lock for this week, who would you take? Gosh, that's a tough one. That's a good question. You know, money line lock, I would probably, I mean, I think the Rams are in a good spot against Arizona. That's a small spread, but yep. I think that Arizona is a team that kind of shoots themselves in the foot a lot. Um, yeah. I, I try, the I reason I ask that. is because, you know, Ryan and I, we really like the Colts, and I figure a lot of people will gravitate towards the Chiefs, but we kind of think that could be a tricky spot this week for Kansas City. Yeah, so that's the thing. So, um you know, it, I, I agree with you, and I think that it's a big number for Kansas City to lay on the road in this spot against a team that's really fighting for their lives, right? Like, their season's on the line. Like, we're talking about now, like, Frank Reich being on the hot seat. Like, you know, he just continues to recycle through quarterbacks and doesn't get the results. The offense has been terrible. Obviously, they had a ton of injuries last week. But, um, I, I, I mean, I would – it's just tough with these 0-2 teams. Like, if I'm doing a survivor thing, I don't know if I want to grab them. Like, I think, you know – I, to be honest, like I, I think I would might even look at the Saints, like going on the road against Carolina. Um, Carolina is a team that I don't have a lot of faith in. Like you know, we're already here, and Matt Rule might be on the way out. What kind of performance are they going to put through in there? Uh, I think there's a lot of interesting options. Um, you know, the most what I wouldn't do is I think you might see a lot of people kind of gravitate towards Buffalo and think that like, hey, Miami's not there yet, whatnot. But I think that's a tricky game. Like I kind of like Miami and the points in that one. I haven't bet it yet, but. Um, it is. It's a lot of tight matchups, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of tough things to uh, look at. Uh, Mark, really quickly, I'm looking at the AFC West division uh, future market right now, and the Chiefs minus 105 after that week two win. I feel like this is the perfect time to buy in on the Chargers if you do like them because they're plus 240, Broncos plus 350. It hasn't looked good the first two weeks for Hackett and Russell Wilson. Then the Raiders all the way down now to 16-1. to 1. You guys know my thoughts on the Raiders. I think they stink. Uh, what would you do in the AFC West if you had to do anything, man? Would it be the Chiefs after just two weeks, or are you still high on the Chargers, Broncos, or Raiders? Yeah, I'm on the Chargers. I mean, I they're my they, their future I bought into to win the Super Bowl. I have them on like an all-win total. And really that loss to the Chiefs didn't really change much for me, right? They had to pick six. Right. You know, the game kind of got out of hand. Uh, but I think they're very competitive in that matchup. And I think, you know, on paper, they're just as strong as Kansas City. And I think, you know, as the season goes on, um, you know, it, it's going to be probably a tight race in that division. But um, I like the Chargers. If, that, if I can get plus 240, um, you know, to take Chargers to win that division, I'd much rather do that than lay the, the 105 with uh, Kansas City. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
Parker, you got about a minute left. I got one more college question for you. Game day is going to be in Knoxville this week for Florida, Tennessee. And we haven't seen Florida this big of an underdog to Tennessee in a long, long time. Does that tend to make you gravitate towards Florida plus 10 and a half, even though Tennessee is clearly the better team? Florida's got issues. But man, it just seems like in these spots when you're ready to believe in Tennessee, they let you down time and time and again. What are you doing in this game? Yeah, I haven't decided yet, but I'm really leaning. Like, I think it's warranted, this number. I think Tennessee can put up a big number here against Florida, and I don't think that, you know, I think Napier's only chance here, you know, he's done this in the past, is to really try and shorten the the game with the running game, limit possessions, keep the ball out of Tennessee's hands. But I I just think eventually, like in college, college is a little different than the NFL. Like, it's more about playmakers and explosive plays. And I think if Tennessee gets ahead of them 14 you know, points, 17 points or whatnot, Florida just doesn't have the firepower to come back. And I think that might be what we see um, in this matchup. So I'm kind of leaning towards Tennessee. I haven't bet it yet, but, uh, you know, off the top of my head right now, like I would probably lay the points. Hey, Mark, you know what? 30 seconds, actually. The Eagles are six and a half point favorites against the Commanders, and I don't really like betting big favorites, but man, I kind of like Philly in that spot. The Commanders don't look very good. Overreaction from two weeks of football, what would you do with that game really quick? Yeah, so I would tease it down, right? Now, okay. I like Philly in the matchup. I think they win. Tease it down, tease Denver up. That's probably the best way to go about it. But I made the game seven, so I think the number's about right. Like, they should be rightful favorites. I think they're that much better to Washington, but that's the best way to approach it, I think, is a teaser leg. They like look that. really good they right did. now. Uh, thanks so much, man. Enjoy your uh, night. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Mark Drumheller, Yahoo Sportsbook. Talk a little NFL and college football. He joined us on the BetMGM Rewards Hotline. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM Rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens or converted to MGM Rewards points that could be used towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. Mark Drumheller, Yahoo Sportsbook. Some great stuff. Eagles fan. His Eagles look good. 2-0 on the See, season. See, we stumped him on the survivor question, too. It's one of those weeks. It's tough, man. This week is really tough. We're going to talk about that a little bit, man, because I don't know that I can do it with the Bengals. That's, is that's the my play. I don't know. Because he's right. Look, the Bills and the Chiefs are the easy options, but obviously it's week three. You're probably going to want to save those teams. I do not, and it's in it's in Miami, that game. I, I can see the Dolphins winning I that game. I could absolutely Bills, see them, too. The Bills got shut out last right. year. Who did they lose 9 nothing to? A bad Jacksonville. team. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. Thank you.